Boom, 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 boom. We back. Bum, 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 bum. I'm back. Oh,、uh, yeah. Uh, guys, I'm so excited about this first episode. Um, I'm doing it with my boy Dante.、Uh, super, super cool. I've known him for a long time.、Uh, he talks about some wild stuff.、Uh, it gets off to a pretty funny start.、Um, I think you guys really like it.、Uh, again, this is the first episode. We really、uh, did a whole lot of different things.、Um, so we've got Dante in this first episode. There's a couple、uh, episodes coming where I'm going to drop all of them. But. Uh, with this one, it sort of takes a lot of different turns,、uh, but also, you know, it leads us into the next interview,、um, the part two with Dante and Taylor. So,、uh, this is a good little, you know, just plug and play, listen,、uh, do what you want to do. Uh, listen to it, spread the word, contact me, and get heard. Uh, bum, bum, bum. The law, nice beat, thank you. Oh, hello, welcome to the IGR podcast. Hello, Jay. What's going on? Great to be here today.、I'm、very excited. Okay, this is cool. This is fun. This is fun. I'm, this... Having, I'm having a 10 out of 10 time so far. All right, you haven't even blazed up yet. Yeah, that's, that's very true. I'm thinking about going on a bender after this. We start now. Oh, <laughs> I don't do drugs. Yeah, me neither. Anymore. Oh. The only drug I need is meditation. Meditation? Oh, well, we could get into that too, because, you know, I'm a born again Christian. So,、um, I know we talked about that a long time ago. We have talked about God a few times. A few times. That's, that's definitely something I want to get into.、Um, first, audience, ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce you to Dante Amaral.、Uh, he's a good friend of mine. I've known him since I was in ninth grade. He's a year ahead of me.、Um, so, well, that's got to be four. Five, six, seven. Eight years now?、Uh, seven years now. Well, I'm about to be a senior. So, seven, eight years, yeah. Whoa, almost a decade strong. Let's go. Yeah. So,、um, uh, just like you guys know,、um, my whole entire podcast format is、um, interesting people and unique conversations. So, Dante, for me personally, has represented someone who we talk about everything. We talk about everything.、Um, From God and health and business and religion to, you know, pretty much everything else in between. So,、um, in this podcast,、uh, we're going to talk about some stuff that he's doing, some stuff that we're working on together, doing a little bit of collabs.、Um, we're going to have, of course, our Get Real segment、um, and then, you know, dive a little deep. I've got some quick hitters for him, I've got some intriguing questions for him,、um, some controversial topics which he loves to tackle. Um, he's very controversial.、Um, he's actually a five percenter. He's actually a black Jew. I wish. I, I'm joking. He's not. <laughs> he's not. He's not a black Jew. Not yet.、Um, When you said that, I was just like, I want to be Drake. <laughs> oh, two completely different things. But I know what you mean.、Um, all right. So, first, just give me a little bit of your background where you're from, your parents, how you were raised. I really want to kind of get a sense of who you are and. So, I grew up in the forest.、Uh, okay, guy. <laughs> okay. We're going to cut that shit right now. <laughs>、uh, yeah, so I am、uh, the offspring of George and Maria Amaral. <laughs>、um, my, uh, my dad, he owned clubs、um, his whole life, clubs and bars.、Um, that's pretty much what he did for like 25 years. He owned Alans, right? Yep. He、Ooh. owned、uh, Alans,、uh, City Limits, Glass Palace. Risk.、Um, 
There's definitely one or two more in there. I think I saw some girls from DHS in the lawns. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to get that tuition. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, basically, he was just a big party person his whole life. Decided mm-hmm. he wanted to make money off of doing what he did best. Um, so, that was my dad. My mom... Uh, she went and got her associates, and then after that, she worked in hospital administration. Um, she did that for a while. Uh, she was actually, like, a bodybuilder. Really? Yeah. That makes sense. She looked like she could knock me out. <laughs> she might, bro. She's yeah. small, but... Her muscle is her mind. Ooh, hey. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know. She kicked out Taylor the other day. Yeah, I was coming to pull up, and he said, yeah, she just told me to leave. I was like, okay. That was the second time. Really? We had an argument, like, a week ago, because what I'm trying to do right now is we have a spare bedroom in my house that's just, like, a storage unit, basically. Oh, the one that your grandparents stay in when they come? That one down here? No. There's another one upstairs. There's one more upstairs by the garage. Oh, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. That used to be a bedroom, too, but, like, since, like, I've been going to college, it's just been, like, a storage unit. We just throw shit in there. So what I was doing with Taylor, I was like, let me take all this shit out and turn it into an office. I okay. need production space. I need to do this. Okay. Business owner. Yeah. Exactly. All right, so guy. I'm moving the shit out. I just hear screaming. I'm like, I don't care. I'm doing something about this. Mm-hmm. Screaming, screaming, screaming. Next thing you know, we didn't even get, like, anything out of the room. And she's like, everyone out of the house. It was just me, Taylor, and Lex. And she's like, everyone out. And I was like... We're trying to do something productive here. Like, really? Like, just bugged out. She's like, if we're going to do this, like, you're going to do it, like, when it's my time, and, like, I'm going to, like, negotiate, like, where everything is. Yeah, she put her foot on your neck. I completely understand. And I was laughing about it at first, and I was like, she's not really pissed off. No, nah, she was really pissed off. She threw him out. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, Taylor's Taylor. I mean, we'll definitely get to Taylor on this podcast. Um, That's an interesting dude in himself. Uh... Oh, it's a little weird. But tell me about Vision. What's going on with Vision? Uh, Vision is your clothing brand, right? Yep. Um, well, actually, I didn't even give a background on myself. I give a oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Wait, I'm <laughs> jumping ahead. Yeah, yeah. Give me the um, background on you and what do you do? Your love? Your... Yeah. Um, I'm a very big um, mental and physical fitness advocate. Mm. That's, that's what I think of. I am at my core. What does that mean? Um, In layman's terms. I like to meditate. Uh, I like to lift weights, I like to run, Okay. I like to do yoga, um, any type of physical activity I like doing, um, oh. I like to challenge the body, I like to challenge the mind, I think that mind-body connection is really important. It's real. No, it is, it really is. Um, so that's what I really believe in. Um, I'm going for my MBA right now. Um, You're in a five-year program, right? At uh, Corning PA? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, yeah, I started my master's classes with my undergrad senior year. Mm. And, um, so I have one more year I'm going back for right now. Okay, and you do ha- you did that in uh, logistics management, right? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Supply chain, supply chain, operations, all that stuff. Ooh. All that good, good. Ooh, so how does that help you with other stuff you're doing in your life? Um, it, well, I mean, it helps with Vision a lot. Mm-hmm. So Vision's a clothing brand that um, me and my friend Guhan co-founded and um, brought on Taylor Williams, who... We will talk about. about. Actually, a little plug session. Uh, Vision is actually sponsoring the IGR podcast. Um, These are dudes I've known for a long time, almost a decade, as we talked about. And um, I contacted them. We talked. We were like, yo, this is perfect. You know, uh, let's do some cross promotion um, and really just support each other in this journey. So thank you, Dante, Guhan, and uh, 
of course, Taylor. Um, <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. I really want to get a, a platform going for the people around me, but of course, you know, people in Danbury and people I grew up with, um, because I think that there's so much like stuff like that we talk about, and, and not to go off on a tangent a little bit, but I was talking to this girl in like my Christian group chat, and she was saying like, "Oh, like where'd like this whole idea come from?" I was like, well, about a year ago, living in the dorms, I lived with seven dudes, um, and it was my second year of college, you know, you get a little bit more, like, socially, like, in tune with what's happening, and I realized, like, oh, I'm coming across a lot of different people, like, I'm coming, like, and it's in, it's in Westchester, so you get people from um, the upstate, you get people from the cities, the, you know, the, the boroughs, people from New Jersey, people from Connecticut, people from, like, all over, and I'm like, these people grew up differently than I did. They have different ideals. They have different ways that they live. Like, you know, once you see someone live, you're like, oh, yeah, y'all were raised a little different on that side. Yeah. All right. <laughs> like, okay, I see where I was going. You start, like, putting pieces together. Like, oh, they're like this because of, like, that. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you're, you're, so then you begin to track the pathology of, like, okay, like, I know you as a person. I see how you live. How did you get there? It's so, like all these little different new, ugh, these different nuances I started to pick up. Um, and once I picked it up, I said, okay, let me just talk to these people. So, I mean, one time in my room, we got into, like, a five-hour conversation. That's how it is sometimes. Bro. We got into, like, a five. Let's hash it out. Let's talk. And, that, and that's really what it was. And then we just got to know each other, and we bonded a lot. So um, that was called the Dog Pound. Root, root, shout out. Gladiator. It's like, no. Um, but that was a big part of it. And I was like, okay, like, let me really put this on display. I have to. So this is really it. And quarantine, you know, was a blessing in disguise. Absolutely. Um, to really start something and get some momentum behind it. Um, yeah, no, like, ton of respect. Because you also just know how to talk to people. You're, like, the type of person that can, like, go and talk to <sighs> anyone about anything. It doesn't matter, like, who they are, where they've been. Like, I try. Find that common ground and, like... Just, like, start up a conversation. That's, like, a really good skill. Thank you. Thank you. No, I, I, I definitely try because, for me, it's, like, it doesn't matter where you came from, who you are. Like, this is my philosophy. Like, if I can sit down and just have a conversation with you, we're going to find something to talk about. <laughs> like, because, like, for me, because, like, naturally, I have so many different interests. So, it's, like, I'm going to know a little bit about probably something or that's related that we can sit down and talk about. And at least, and you're going to grow my depth and my knowledge. And even if it's me just asking 100,000 questions, it's not because I, you know, want to be nosy or anything like that. Like, I generally want to learn. Yeah. You know what I mean? I genuinely want to learn. That's one of my favorite things. Even when I talk to people that, like, I know I don't agree with, it's, I just like to see people's, like, viewpoints and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, why do they think differently than me? Like, do they have reason and logic behind, like, their thought process? Like, that's really all I care about. Like, you can completely disagree with what I have to say. But is there a thought oh. process that goes in behind your reason? Trump, 2020. Okay. All right. So, can you, can you just... Just tell me a bit about more about that. So, like, how do you approach, like, meeting new people in different spaces, maybe at work, um, different than at school, social environments? Because I know that the way you socialize has probably changed a bit from high school. The way you interact with people, I know we talked about, that's definitely changed about the four years of college. Um, Absolutely. One of the biggest differences I think I've noticed from high school to college is, like, I would say, like, my attitude towards most, um, like, things socially, like... I'm just very positive about, like, mm-hmm. those scenarios. I, I find that 
when I was in high school, um, I used to look at things negatively a lot, and that kind of would like sway the way I, my whole thought process was. Oh, um, okay. So, you, so your disposition was just like, ah, eh, fuck yeah, that. Yeah, it wasn't like I was an angry person at like mm-hmm. the world or anything, but like there was just like more negativity. Whereas like now I'm like I'm just a very positive and happy person. Like. I so go out and talk to anyone, wear a smile on my face. And so like, do you think that you being in tune with your, like you said, your physical, your mental, that sort of really linked everything together for you? Absolutely. Yeah, it was also like uh, some self-discovery throughout college. Mm. Um, the physical and mental um, challenges I put upon myself are definitely beneficial to like my positive attitude. Um, because I don't think anything in life can be that bad mm. right now where I'm standing. <laughs> Jesus is real. There's a lot of bad things in the world, obviously. Yeah. Um, but from my, like, viewpoint, it was kind of like, well, why am I angry about this? Like, mm-hmm. why does this bother me? Like, what's going on internally for me to, like, why do I have anxiety over this? It's oh, kinda, like, okay. Out, like, picking apart pieces on why I was the way I was, and I was like, all right, let's put those pieces back up better. Like, let's see that Ooh, they're there. Okay. Understand that it's there, but then learn how to, like, deal with it and, like, know that everything's fine. So was there any one way or, like, person you looked to that was like, okay, like, this is how I do it. Like, this is the path. It was, like, reading books or, I mean, maybe motivational people on Instagram, your parents. Like, what was, like, made you dig dig deeper and dive into that? Um, it wasn't one specific person. I think it was a lot of people. Um, but I think when I, I, I hit like a really depressed state at the beginning of my sophomore year of college, mm. um, I, I was, it was, it was, it got to the point where I was having like a hard time getting out of bed. Like my roommate was literally, like, I feel that though. To get out of bed. Yeah. Like, this is not helping you. Like, I understand that like you're upset right now, but like you, like think about what your future self wants. Mm. And that's honestly the biggest driver for me. I love like, Guhan. I love Guhan. I love Guhan. Great man. Shout out to Great Beats. Okay. <laughs> Great. Th- with a rapper in New York right now, actually. He really? Just, he just got an internship at a rest restaurant. in peace, Pop Smoke, my New York listeners. Um, this is the Big Woo podcast. I'm joking. No, you're I'm joking. <laughs> it's like now, who though? Who? Um, MRG. MRG. I I don't know, but somebody may contact me who knows that. So, MRG. What do they do? Like, is it rap oh, or no, no, EDM? That's the rapper's name. Oh, that's the rapper's name. Um, a rapper named MRG. I'm not exactly. I could look it up. I'm just gonna take me a while to find the record label he's working for. Um, it's a small okay. Label. MRG. Ooh, I'm definitely gonna ask my New York heads. Yeah. About that. They probably honestly know. Like, Wait, so. Big, but like, yeah, but it's someone know. in the community. Yeah. Wait, so Gohan makes beats? Oh, he's. He's, he's good. I didn't know that. I mean, I know the quarantine kitchen thing. He was chefing it up. Oh, he's actually a fantastic cook, too. Wait, is, what is he? He's like a vegan... Uh, is he vegan Indian, or...? Um, he actually grew That's up a new vegan. creature. Um, <laughs> he raised, he raised, <laughs> raised a vegan um, <laughs> for the first 18 years. Yeah. Then, or not, maybe... I think it was 16 years. And then he said it when his junior year in high school came around, tried a fucking cheeseburger, and he was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> no <laughs> way. Um... He don't like that beef. <laughs> he loves the hey, beef. Hey, yo. But he's a mad good cook now. Yeah. Um, I saw it, dude. He was really like, I mean, chefing up crazy type stuff. I had a screenshot of a lot of the ingredients because, like, I'm a pescatarian. Yeah. So I was like, all right, let me sort of use this and, you know. Because Guhan and I cook together all the time when we're at Quinnipiac. Oh, that's he, cute. He's like the main cook of the house. Like, he's, he's daddy. That's like, super cute. <laughs> what dad says we're eating tonight is what we're eating tonight. Do you guys uh, wash the dishes after he's done? Yeah. 
I'll make the side dish. Heard that. But um, he's a MAGA cook. He's been producing for three or four years now, but he, like, that's what he sees his life being. Really? So, like, he's, like... I would have never thought. Yeah. I gotta talk to him more. He's not, like... He's not like, oh, yeah, I might want to make beats for, like, my future, but I have this going on. It's like, no, like, he doesn't care. Like, he's not, he hasn't been paid, like, the past two years, and he's just, like... He's going full Connie, locking himself in in a a room. Hours on end. Yeah. Like, and I'll just sit there, like, because I freestyle, like, messing around freestyle. Yeah. (laughs) You gotta do one of those. I'm gonna gonna jump on. I'm gonna jump on. Yeah. It's cool because I can immediately tell how good the beat is based off of, like, if I can flow on it. And like we'll work around that. So he what's a good beat to you? His own little in-house rapper. Really? Don't take a flush out which beats are good. Okay, Absolutely. okay. I hear that. I hear that. So uh, get so getting back to like what really motivated you. Um, you said you were depressed a little bit your sophomore year. Guhan, um, great guy. He really sort of said, "Listen, like this isn't what you want." Yeah. Um. So how did you go and move on from that? And what inspires you really? Well, essentially, it was kind of just like. I felt like I was very lost. Like, I lost a lot of focus on, like, what my goals were. And, like, mm. um, I didn't really... I didn't feel like I knew myself. Like, it felt like I was looking in the mirror and I was like, I don't know who this person is anymore. Ooh. It, was, it was going on for, like, a while. Like, it was a while. Like, I was dealing with it for a while. And, um... Ooh, like, uh, like leaving high school? Yeah. Okay. Like, I would say, like, my senior year of high school, I felt really good. And then once I got to Quinnipiac, like... Shit hit the fan. It's just kind of like, you know, it's really weird. Okay. You laugh at this, but yeah. I legitimately had a reverse culture shock going. Reverse culture shock. As a white person. What does that mean? We're gonna have to qualify that statement. Legitimately was freaked out by how many white people I saw. Okay, but Everyone. why though? Like, in this, it wasn't just like, oh, there's white. Like, I don't care your skin color. Yeah. It's, it was the, like, the prep. That that so that culture you weren't used to exactly in terms of like little more um, I want to say uppity or like more exactly. protected more social posturing right and okay I don't judge anyone based on that at all mm-hmm. it's it's the sense when like it was everyone in the community was like uh, that and I felt like I couldn't yeah. connect with people because I wasn't like that mm. so like I obviously can connect with any preppy person like one on one like blah blah blah. But it's like when you get like a group of them together, and, and like it's the group think, and all yeah. they're doing is like they're doing their Chad shit, and you're yeah, kind of like, exactly. okay, it's wow. Like Chad twenty four seven, and I'm yeah. like, I like chatting, but like, but I'm a Dante, um, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. There's like a lot of great people at Quinnipiac, um, so that played a part into it. So like, I was kind of just like, never felt like I fit in at Quinnipiac, like that mm-hmm. whole freshman year, first year. I also went into college with like the mindset attitude, like, okay, I played around in like high school, like. High school was fun. Like, I, I did a lot of stupid shit. DHS was a ball. DHS was a fun... Dude, I tell people about DHS in college. It was and they're a like, ball. You didn't live in reality. I was like... No. Oh, I think I was a Narnia. Like, like, I talked to some kids, and they're like, oh, like, what was your graduating class? Like, you know, that's how you really, like, sort of see, like, how many people you're around. And they're like, oh, like, uh, 600, or they're like, 400. I'm like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> like, that's cute. Like, you know, maybe only 600 people graduated with us in DHS, but there was at least a 1,000 in the grade, you know what I mean? Because you got those people who stay yeah. back or stuff like that. I had like 900 something in my graduating <sighs> class. And you're, you're, you're right ahead like of me, yeah. Over 100. That's yeah. That's, <laughs> they said, I'm probably going to do an extra year. Yeah. But, wow. Um, Shout out Heineken. Shout out to Heineken. Heineken, thank you for that. 
appreciate um, it. Where were we going with that? Huh? Why'd you start that? Oh, DHS. Oh, because you're saying that uh, in your in your uh, high school time, uh, you felt lost a little bit, um, and then you're socially changing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. so, wow, you didn't oh, even smoke yet, and you're already off it. That That's crazy. <laughs> um, so, I went in, so, the reason I started this, I remember now, was because I said I did a lot of dumb shit. Mm-hmm, right. Oh, yeah, we, we had, had we had, of, we had fun. We had That's times. where it was. We had fun. It was a party. Um, and so, when I went to college, I was like, all right, like, it's time to, like, lock it down. Like, mm-hmm. This is study time. Like, th- these next four years of your life are really going to determine, like, what's going to happen afterwards. Like, you want to bullshit again? That's fine. But I don't think Dante from four years from now is going to be happy that you're going to bullshit again. Ooh. So I was like, oh. I was like we're, we're kicking ass. That's that, that's that tiger blood. That's that tiger blood. Ooh. No. No. He smokes crack. <laughs> and he has AIDS. Not saying that having AIDS makes you bad, just to qualify, clarify, but... It's Charlie Sheen. So, okay, yeah. Um, so, yeah, didn't really feel like I fit in. Was trying to adjust to the new climate of uh, mm. college classes and, like, really picking my shit up. Um, and then dealing with, like, a distance relationship sucked. Um, so it was just kind of like I was losing myself piece by piece. Like, it felt like I was disconnecting from people from home, but I wasn't fitting in with people from college. Um I was trying to figure out what I even wanted to do. Like, I knew I, w- I was going to work really hard in college, but I was like... At what was the thing, that. yeah. Like, I, I didn't really have, like, guidance in that sense. Um, so I was, st- I was just, like, very, like, nervous, confused, lost, but I, like, knew I had to do this. I was like, there's mm. no way I'm going to stop doing this. Like, okay. even if, if this doesn't turn out, like, how I want it to be, if I at least tried and I have that degree, I feel like... You accomplish something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you got you got something out of it. Okay. Um, so yeah, so then like sophomore year came around. It was it was really tough. Um, and then it was kind of like when my my breakup happened, like um, with my relationship. That's when I was kind of like. All right, so it was a it girl. Up. It was a girl. The root of all evil. <laughs> um, Females. Yeah, I'm so, joking. I mean, at that point, it was kind of like. Yeah. All right, like figure shit out because that was that was kind of my like rock bottom at that Mm -hmm. point I was like I don't know I'm at college I I feel like I don't know my friends from home anymore like I don't talk to them yeah that distance yeah Um, I don't know why I'm here Um, and I was like well you're not gonna figure it out by laying in fucking bed crying so (laughs) true (laughs) get up true that's what I started telling myself Um, and it was hard it was really hard but then I started thinking I was like alright well what made me happy and I was like Oh so oh so you had to like retune yourself from the ground up. Completely. Like what makes you happy, what makes you tick, what makes you go, what makes you stop, what yeah. what do you love, all that. Yeah, cuz I felt like I lost almost like all of it. It was kind of like cuz after like, the breakup? No, 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 like in in the midst of like the breakup school. Yeah, well, okay. the beginning like of my freshman year of college. I started I felt like I started losing myself. Mm. Um I felt like it was just kind of like you start living that college lifestyle. Like you work yeah. hard and then you go party. And then you work hard and you party and you're yeah. like, why do I do this? And yeah. I'm watching Netflix <laughs> and pizza. And I'm just like, there's nothing wrong with that occasionally. But like that that wasn't how I was wired. Wired prior. Um, well, Rob Murray. Rob Murray. Yeah. Um, when I used to do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Mm-hmm. Kickboxing. Um, like just like from a very young age, I was always taught like to be like active and shit. Those birds sound great. Those birds sound great. It's nice ambiance. Um, 
We're outside, by the way, guys. It's getting a little chilly. Oh, it's a little bit. Um, oh, that sounds good. That, that did sound good. That did sound good. I was in the middle of a thought, and I just heard that, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was a little tweak moment, but it really did. Oh, my. Um, so, yeah, um, sophomore year, mm. I was kind of like, I, also, I always knew I wanted to start a business. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Okay, entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah, I've right. had that my, my whole life. I think that was growing up seeing my dad a lot. Just oh, yeah. Clubs and stuff. I was like, I want to do that. I want to be a boss. Okay. Um, so I knew I had that. Um, and then I was like, let me get back into like a workout routine. Because when college came around, like that was like the first time I was ever like not really being like active. Because before that, it was track. And before track, it was like... Yeah. I was like, all right, I need to start going back to the gym. So I started going back to the gym. I was like, all right, I like this, but like, it's not what I'm looking Makes for. you feel good, yeah. It wasn't what I was looking for, though. Then I started doing yoga, and it was like very basic yoga. And I was like, I actually feel really good after I leave this. Like, it opens you up. It really does. And it really tests you. Yeah. Mentally, it's not, like, I think. Physically, like that taxing. No, but it's mentally. Very mentally. Like, to be able to stand in a position that your body's not used to for, like, even, like, I mean, if you're doing a 30-second pose, you're like, oh, I feel every 30 seconds of this pose. And then you're trying to master that pose to where it's effortless. And it's like, even when you kind of get there, it's like, well, here's this other pose that you haven't mastered. So it's like, it's it's like like the martial arts and, like, Brazilian, you know, jiu-jitsu and everything. Like, it's really a craft. Yeah. If you want to talk about physically taxing, anyone that's never done Bikram yoga. Bikram? Bikram. Or Bikram. Bikram. Well, he's a rapist, so. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if I could. Sw- Please watch it. He walks on in a thong. Good for him. No, that's not good for him. He's really that's good. really not good for him. I can't believe you just said that. Yeah, we're going to have to cut that. I'm not going to cut it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cutting shit out of this. Um, this is raw. Yeah. I didn't watch that documentary, but I did hear he's a rapist, which is really sad because yeah. I feel like I feel like a lot of people might start their yoga uh, because they're looking for like what I was looking for. They're feeling lost in life, and something to ground them, test them mentally, yeah. all that. Yeah, yeah, and for someone to take advantage of that. Exactly of that. I think of that of that innocence of like just wanting to be connected to things, and yeah. you know, it's this old creepy guy who sweats and makes you sweat. I mean, but honestly, I I would say watch the documentary on Netflix because, of course, like, I think with, like, I try to be extremely objective, sometimes to a fall and things, when I approach it. So, that's how this documentary did it. Like, they put it to where it's like, all right, like, they give you the information, you make the decision. Oh, really? Yeah, and this is, like, what I really, you know, especially doing marketing stuff like that, you really begin to see, like, oh, like, what are they trying to do? You know what I mean? Look through the lines and all this other stuff. So with that, they really put the information out there, and it's like even if you kind of were like, uh, I don't know, there's still diehard Bikram people. Yeah. There's still, like, he's my guy. They were asking for like crazy stuff. I'm um, of course you know if you read about it too, like there's all types of different stuff. But like, I mean, I definitely think it will tax you. Um, but yeah. So what other stuff do you uh, do you do that that helps you get out of that? Going, hold on, going back to Bikram though. Oh, okay. So you want to talk about him? No, I and his nakedness. I want to talk about his like, Bikram yoga. His aura, like hot, 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 like, yoga. hot yoga. Let's call it hot yoga. Let's call it hot yoga. We have a Bikram here in Danbury. We have a couple. Yeah, I, do, gonna, I do it here in Danbury. I'm gonna burn them down. 
It's like, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, hot yoga. If you think that you're a top tier athlete, do hot yoga. Yeah, I heard. Bro, I walked into hot yoga and I was like, yeah, I, I, I was training for a marathon. I was weightlifting all oh, the time. Oh, big marathon guy. I was like, I got this shit. Like, I do yoga all the time. Like, what's going to be when it's like 90, 100, 110 degrees? I'll do it. Proud. Try football. Looked like I Heat. went swimming. Yeah. It looked like I went swimming. Like, I, the people I saw in there, like, they looked like Olympians. No really? I, I'm looking at the, the dudes and chicks in there, and I'm like, this motherfucker looks like he's a gold medalist. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Hold, holding that pose. Yeah. And you're next to him a nice, he's probably what, like 60? 60 dude, ripped? Like 60, 70. Yeah. I saw this dude that was like 30. He looked like he should be in the UFC. Yeah. Like, and you're a nice little thing? spring chicken next to him flopping yeah. over and shit. Yeah. Oh. That'll definitely humble you. <laughs> so that shit was really crazy. Um, I was really sad when I came home for spring break. I started doing it here in Danbury. Yeah. I got into it. And then it was closed two weeks later. Oh, they closed it because of the Bikram stuff? No, because Corona. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, well. Corona, she's a whole different female in herself. Yeah. Oh. Um, Hashtag the Rona got me. It's like no, I'm, I'm joking. The Rona don't got me. Jesus got me. Jesus is real. Was he real? People say he. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, it's crazy that you jumped right into the let's get real segment. So let's get real. Jesus is real. He was. He was real. Are we sure? To be honest, and everyone knows when I say to be honest, some bullshit's about to follow. <laughs> to be honest, was he real? What's your take on it? My take. Humans. Let's get a little closer to that mic, baby. Just a little bit. You can just slide it forward a little bit. Well, there's a, there's a truck going by, so. Humans. Humans. Okay. People. Like power. Like power. I'm gonna methodically repeat everything you said. It's like I'm joking. Humans like power. Okay. And how long did they say this dude existed? Uh, how long ago? Two thousand years ago? Yeah, that makes sense because that's how we're keeping track of our calendar. That's how you know he won too. <laughs> oh wow! Did a he did a bit. Like, yeah. They're like everyone's Christian. Like he won. Like, everyone's well, BCAC when like yeah. I mean, I mean the the Gregorian calendar though too. Um, Isn't it like year six hundred? Some places in that's, Africa. Um, uh, I'm probably I don't know. Yeah, I don't think they keep track. Of the I don't know. Calendar. You ask me that because I'm black. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no. Wait, just just a little. Uh, let me just digress for a little bit. There was uh, this thing on Twitter I said, and there's this dude. Um, he has on a MAGA hat, which I don't know if that if that had anything to do with it, but he goes. I'm not African-American. I've never been to Africa. I'm an American. And then everybody in the crowd is like, oh! Like, if this dude just, like, figured out E, M- e equals MC squared, like, what? Yeah, like, super hot fire effect. Y- yeah, like, uh, what's it, let's do the uh, fucking mute spitter. <laughs> I keep mute spitter in middle school. Like, they were like, okay, bro. Like, let him have his, yeah, like, let him have his thing. Let him go. That's funny. Um, it was do super I cool. Jesus was real though? Yeah. So, this is my take. You got deep quick. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's my take. I don't know. I've. So, what is your faith lie? Okay. Um, 
This was this one's from Joe Rogan. Love that guy. Um, there was supposedly this bishop, or archbishop, or cardinal, one of those like people up in the mm-hmm. Are you talking about uh, in the Catholic Church, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Um, they were supposedly doing um like some studying on like the Dead Sea Scrolls, which were like the original scripts that came up from like the Bible. Okay. Like this is also me paraphrasing. Something that I don't fully Yeah, well, we're, we're loosely talking about this, um, 100%. Supposedly, what the ink, the Dead Sea Scrolls were saying when this um, bishop was, like, trying to translate it through, because there's so many different, like, languages that passed on. Okay. Um, was basically that, this is going to be funny as fuck, Jesus, in a sense, was a metaphor for psilocybin mushrooms. And oh, I heard about that theory. Yeah. That the burning bush was a dude, uh, the burning bush was, uh, something that came, came to someone when they were on mushrooms and, like, it spoke to them, that whole thing? Okay. So, where supposedly in translation, from where Jesus came from, the name in that translation, from wherever the original text was written, was God's come. And when it rains, mushrooms grow from, like, the dirt. So they were saying when you ate the mushrooms... You're eating God's cum, which is Jesus. And when you eat mushrooms, wow. you become very connected with everything around you. You want collectivism, uh, mm-hmm. living a happy lifestyle, all this great stuff that Jesus was like preaching. Now they're saying okay. this didn't get pushed on through history because when the Catholic Church and like Rome came to um, preach this word, it was basically said that, like, they couldn't just have people... They didn't want people, like, tripping out on mushrooms and stuff like that. So they created stories. So these stories were essentially... Whoa. people would go through on their trips. And, like, because every story in the Bible has a meaning to it. Like I mean, clearly, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like, when you think about it, if you ever eat mushrooms before, like, a lot of those stories make sense when you eat mushrooms. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I don't know. Give me an example. Give me an example. good one is in religion that you're always taught to forgive like other people for their okay. own doing mm-hmm. um, and I think in religion it's taught that way because I mean if you're if you're carrying around this negativity with you to places that you go like you hate this person you hate that person like you don't like this you don't like that um, it just carries everywhere you go in life it's like the baggage. energy the energy yeah, okay baggage. And, like, I think when you do, like, psychedelics, one of the things that you learn pretty easily is, like, oh, I'm not here for that long, and I'm kind of fucking miserable. Nothing matters. So maybe maybe I should put a smile on my face. Face. And (laughs) And hop to it. And just do what I'm supposed to do. Do. Okay. Okay. That's super interesting. What you're supposed to do is, in your own journey, um, it's different for everyone. Okay. Your journey is to sell coffee. And you like doing that? Sell so coffee. That's what your journey is. Okay. So how does that? So how does that impact your um, faith, or do you have faith, or your spirituality? I should say, because I know maybe some things in your life maybe altered the way you look at faith and spirituality in life. So, so, so if if you're saying that you don't know if Jesus Himself was real, mm-hmm. how does that impact your faith or your belief in a higher power? Not at all. 
Okay. I, my. It's pretty matter of fact. <laughs> my, my idea of God is um, mathematics. Mathematics. Yeah. Oof. What do you? Just like. Please explain. Everything. As Joe Rogan says, I'm a chimp. It's like, no, nah, I'm not a chimp. I mean, that's kind of derogatory because <laughs> the color of my skin. It's like, I'm joking. But <laughs> what, uh, no, but please, please explain. Oh, you really got some nice, uh, some nice cervezas. See? Some nice cervezas for us. See? Devil's Purse Brewing Company. Okay. I don't even know whose that was, See? but it was mine after they left the house. You're a sinner. <laughs> You're going right to hell. Oh, dude! Heaven and hell are states of mind based off the actions of your past. Drop one of clues bombs for that. <laughs> I'm not gonna say I agree, That's but I want you. What do you mean? Like, like, what do you like? What do you mean? Like, how do you? Um. So. Like, is that like is that your belief, or yeah. is that just something like you're not married to any ideas and you're just. No, Something no, no. could be possible, but what do you mean? So, actually, there's two things that go with that. So, Where would you get it from? I'm sorry. Well, first, essentially, it's not that I don't believe that there's something after death when I said, like, heaven and hell are states of mind. Okay, but the positive the negative energy flows. So, I, I believe when in religion, when we talk about heaven and hell, it's okay. about mindset. When, I, when I'm talking about what happens after you die, I don't know what happens there. I think... No energies can be created or destroyed. What do you feel about this one? Let me just throw this out to you. So in philosophy, I took a philosophy in college. I took philosophy in high school. Like So it was pretty, pretty cool. And one of the reoccurring themes, um, I can't remember the name of it, but we all we always got back to, in both classes, we always talked about, and even in my Jesus and Buddha class, we talked about what if after all of this, you go wherever you believe exists after so if i believe that there's ponies rolling around i go to the pony place right i think there's actually some religions that incorporate that but like what do you think about that like it's all about that energy flow that you're talking about like that whatever you put out there good or bad or indifferent okay well so when you like let me get some protection experience death there's a lot of dmt right right that's science what i'm wondering is is because have you heard of those people that like die and say they come back and they saw this like beautiful light and all this stuff? Yeah. So I don't know if this is true or not, but the way I think about it is is time is all relative. So if you're having DMT released throughout your brain and you're having a near death experience or you're technically dead, that could go on for like what you think might be thousands of millions of years. But it might have been 15 minutes, you're saying, because it's relative. 15 seconds. 15 seconds. Okay. Seconds. Okay. So, it's crazy you said that. Um, again, I always reference, like, this group chat I'm in, and they sent something of, like, this this 25-year-old. Do you need a hoodie? I'm going to take it. Okay. <laughs> you're I'm shivering. I've been shivering for a while now. <laughs> that, if you can hear my voice shake, I'm not nervous. So 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 there's actually a video um, about this 25 year old guy who he died he had a lot of complications and stuff like that but then he comes back to life but he tells his story again paraphrasing as well he tells his story about how 
you know, he sees God and heaven and all this type of stuff like that and, you know, what's real and what is. And he tells it so, um, there's so much conviction when he's saying this, right? And he's saying it in front of an audience, of course, and it's pastors. So, like, I always try to understand, like, the context of how he's saying it, where he's saying it, the person asking him the questions, are they leading him? I mean, what biases does he personally have? And all this type of different stuff. So when he's telling the story, um, he gets into a lot of, like, the physical characteristics and, like, a lot of them correlate to the Bible. But then my question was, like, I'm not, again, I don't know if he's right, I don't know if he's wrong, but my question was, is it your bias? Like, it, like is it what he already believed? You know what I mean? Sort of influence. Like, of course, he said some other stuff that wasn't in the Bible. And that's when people are like, oh, yeah, like, he's right. Like, cool. You know what I mean? That, that, that's fine. But was it what he believed previously right. is what influenced what he saw when he was in this DMT state or right. whatever? Because, like, as you said, you know, it gets released. Um, yeah. You know, because he was pronounced dead and stuff like that, like, a couple times. Like, I could send the video to you. It's like a 25-minute video, but it's... It's really interesting. Yeah. I mean, when you if you were to do DMT by itself too, you do open up your mind to everything. Like, I heard. I never want to play my ba- my brain chemistry like that though. Yeah. I think it's super fragile. People call that the God drug. Yeah. I'm good. Know. Jesus is real. Okay. Jesus. I'm, Honestly, I'm not. I'm not, com- I'm not agreeing. And I'm not disagreeing. I know. I, I know that. But here's all right. So. But here's what happened to me, right? I said, I'm going to say, I don't know, but this works for me. That's all that, that and that's, and that's all that thing. matters. And that's the only thing that matters. Alex, I explain this to everyone. Like, I don't care if you believe that the gopher outside in your yard is God. If it makes you a better person and it makes you wake up every day and say, let me be the best person I can be. I yeah. don't care what it is. I don't care if it's the bush outside. The if it works outside. for you, I feel like, honestly, like if it works for you, do it. I'm not saying that that is the right way or, you know, that's the one true way or anything like that. I think for me, what I'm doing is it works for me. It's my way. It's the way for the people who think like me and stuff like this. If I can, you know, reach out and talk to someone and give them some direction and they believe in it too, cool. You know, yeah. preach the word of God. Great. Because at the very least, the Bible aside or any of the texts aside, um, you really have to do what works for you and like humble yourself enough to say like, oh, okay, I'm not what I think or all this other stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the way I explain it is kind of like, I mean, as I already said, like, it doesn't matter what you believe in, it's only just creating a positive impact. And I think it's very interesting to see how much hate comes out of religion now. I mean, it's kind of been forever. I mean, yeah. Wars have been fought over, like, who you believe in and stuff like that. Like, we've always been killing each other over stuff like that. I think it's when religion becomes negative, that's the only time that yeah. you could see that being, like, something that's, like, not beneficial to your life. Yeah. And Well, because you have, like, the Crusades and everything. I mean, I mean, I can go on and on about religious wars. I mean... Yeah. Um, but, yeah, whatever works for you. I mean, me personally, like, I didn't grow up going to church and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. like, for me, it kind of makes more sense that <laughs> it is. I asked him to throw <laughs> Thank you. Um, oh, Taylor, Taylor Williams is in the building.
So this is the end of the uh, interview with Dante. I uh, ended a little abruptly because Taylor had came in and we were waiting on him to get another interview in. So um, that's just, you know, that's our first episode, me and Dante. First time getting on the mic, first time uh, sharing ideas, you know. So I'm really working out certain things and um, really just presenting an organic conversation, something that we would have had no matter what. Um, but that we decided to, you know, get on the mics and really present it to you guys. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, again, always please follow me on Instagram, Jay Danzi. Um, the website, igr.buzzsprout.com. Uh, you can share that, tag me, contact me. Um, anyway, I'd love to, you know, get your guys' thoughts, your, you know, things we could have done better, just everything, everything. And you guys, if you want to be up here, contact me. Um, I love to talk to you guys. So uh, thank you so much.